This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn, a smooth soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. And it, that is appropriate, actually. It is uh, serendipitous because <laughs> a smooth soul Monday, uh, we're actually out here at J Park Saloon in Standard. And I believe one of the descriptions to describe the, uh, the, the, the genre of food here is elevated Texas soul food. And by the way, happy Juneteenth, speaking of soul food, <laughs> throw it out there too. But one of my favorite, uh, my favorite genres of food, if you will, have to be Cajun, like comfort food and soul food, and somehow here at Jay Parks Saloon instead they've combined all of those together and fused them together in a magnificent way. And we are joined now by the owner and right, and obviously you want the chef. You're the chef here. You're one of the main chefs here. As well, well no, no, I'm not the everyday production okay. chef. That's right. that's my guy Esteban in the kitchen. All right, well, uh, Jeff joining us now of Jay Parks Saloon and Standard. Yes, that Jay Parks. Uh, Jeff, thanks for the time, and we appreciate the hospitality here too. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's always good to see. You, uh, I always miss Aaron because he does the early morning. Yeah, but it's great <laughs> hanging with y'all. No, appreciate it. Thank you for bringing out the food, and we were—it's great. You got a lot of you know great items on this menu here that are fantastic. The one that I want to start with, what you brought out for us, or one of the items you brought out for us, the ham and beans with cornbread. Mm-hmm. And here on the menu, it actually says it was the first thing you cooked at five years old. That's correct. I'm not gonna lie to you. When you brought it over and you <laughs> taste it for the first time, it feels like that. It tastes like that. It right. tastes like there are layers to it. It's like yeah. a, it, you taste history with that dish. Yep. Correct. And it's simple, too. It almost made me remember when I made some, as a kid, was making you know, chili cheese and rice, kind of low-budget right. dishes. Yeah, yep. Because we didn't have anything else in the kitchen. Same. And you know what? It tasted really good. Yeah. It was that kind of the inspiration. Right. Yeah. Um, well, for that, no, that, that recipe is actually generations old. Oh. Okay. Um, now, other things, you know, spaghetti meatballs, you know, that was in the set. What did we have? Yeah. And then right. we cooked that. <laughs> but that, like I said, 74, 1974, first thing I ever cooked, I was five years old. The only thing I didn't do was put the cast iron skillet in the oven because my mom did that. It was too heavy. That's huge. The cast iron is huge. Soaked the beans overnight. Right. Nothing instant. Wow. You know, water, onions, garlic. House smoked ham hocks. My dad smoked the ham hocks. I mean, there is it, it just delicious. And we we fortunate to have to a, a grocery store right down the street. We had a butcher, and so we didn't have to get pre-smoked ham hocks. Yeah, that's amazing. But, yep. And then I've got the wedge salad, which Ooh. is ridiculous. You didn't get to try that, but oh no, I'm coming back. The duck cigars, though, man. What you think about oh, that? Oh my goodness, duck cigars oh, are amazing. Come on. Yeah. It was it was perfectly shaped. I mean, and the taste of it was right on point. 
And Rod and I, you know, we go to the different places and we get different foods. But as soon as we walked in here, we were looking at this menu. I'm like, please get us some of that stuff because it all <laughs> looks amazing. We wanted to talk about the Peacemaker Biscuit. What all is in the Peacemaker Biscuit? Because yeah, I, I got down. some shrimp. I got some scallops. Crawfish? There's some crawfish, crawfish in there. crawfish in there. It's uh, Parmesan, smoked gouda, heavy cream, Ooh. onions, garlic, fresh herbs, salt and pepper mainly. Um, but that will change often. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to make the biscuit. Like tomorrow, I think he's doing a um, – where you cut into it and the filling kind of comes out. Oh, come like on. Like a short rib <laughs> style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like a molten, you know, the chocolate wow. molten cake yeah, you have. Yes. But only That's biscuit. That's all I was envisioning yes, right there. Yes, yes. Oh, I mean, and that'll, wow. that'll, sometimes he'll do like three little biscuits and, and the protein will be mixed in the biscuit with it and each has its own sauce. I mean, we want to we oh. take what you think about food and just throw it up against the wall and say, I don't think so. Right. Creative. You know, and why, right when you think that you're get it, you, you got us down on what we're going to do, we're just going to blow your mind again. I love it. And the ambiance here, right? The the kind of the motif, the theme. What was the inspiration for that? Because it is a it's a throwback sense to it as well. Everything Etiquette in here is repurposed. prioritized. Yep. Yeah, give me yep. that. So um, I was going to call it uh, Buda Metropolitan Saloon. <laughs> because there's absolutely nothing metropolitan about it. Oh, right, right, right. You know, oxymoronic. So you want to go straight back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And my friend Greg and his uh, now fiance Lisa, they I think they went to Nashville. Mm. And they came back and they said, hey, we got a name for your for your saloon. And I was like, I already got a name for it. You know, I don't need to rename it. <laughs> right, right. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, think of this Jay Park saloon. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. I'm not going to put my name <laughs> on it. But I told friends about it and they liked it, so it stuck. And then we were cleaning out the room. Where I found a yardstick, which is a ruler, which is mm-hmm. – yeah. A measure, which is a standard. Mm. I was like, so we want to be the standard. We want to be the measuring stick. Okay. You know, we have restaurants, great restaurants that are popping up all down. Now, Valentina just opened up the yeah. last couple of days and are killing it, lying out the door. Right. Um, but so calling it the saloon, I wanted to go back in time. But nothing's polished in here. Everything is 100% repurposed yeah. except for the equipment. Right, right. Um, chandeliers I got from my buddy Webb Evans' old office, Jimmy Evans Construction up on North Loop West. Yep, yep. friend of mine, Heather. Um, her boss bought the building and said, hey, my boss wants to get rid of all this stuff. Come and take it. you got to take it. Wow. So I got it. Nice. Um, the flooring in here is original flooring except for about 25% of it. But we found uh, an old uh, stockpile in the town where the house was originally from. So it was moved here. Back oh, in the 40s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's okay. And, uh, but, yeah, the doors are all the wainscoting or doors that we found in a barn that used to be up here. You see the wood that has the tar tracks on it from a house. A buddy of mine uh, developed some land, and he goes, come and take all the wood and roofing all you want because I don't want to bulldoze it. Right. So those were roofing boards, so I just left it like that. Um, the Daily Dozen board is an old gate. You can see the hinge marks yeah. on there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like the fact that you said everything is refurbished. One thing that's not refurbished is the people that are coming in here with their phones. Correct. You have now created it <laughs> to where it's like, I want you to be in the moment. We're right. going back to the old days. Phones were not allowed in here. What made you decide to come up with that? Um, yeah, I, do, I see people in, re- I've been in restaurants for 40 years. Yeah. And it, it never used to be that way. People sat and did what we're doing right now. We're talking. Yep. You know, talking talking about the food and, and, yep. and talking about the experience and being, you, being you couldn't present. have said it better, in the moment. Yep. You know, discard. It'll be there. If you can't live with it. I saw it on Tim Love. This is where I got it. There was a video that Tim Love, Lonesome Dev Restaurants, and, I mean, yep. I love that guy. Um, he opened up a restaurant in the last couple of years or so called Katarina's. 45 seats, I think. Um, no cell phones allowed. 
Mm. And, and he put it simply, if you can't live without your cell phone for two hours, I'm not the place for you. Yeah. And I don't mean it. You know, I see these comments on Facebook. You know, I feel like I'm being punished or scolded or, or whatever. And that, it's completely the opposite of that. Exactly. You know, we want you to enjoy it. I mean, you take a bite of those ham and beans and it takes you back to a moment. And you start talking about that moment. Exactly. And, you, and that talk, that, it, it reminds them of something. And they yep. start talking. And, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about the industry. It's the only thing I've ever done. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it, I think. Uh, Mudbugs is wildly successful. I've got a great crowd in here tonight. Um, I don't do it for the money. I do. I want to, you know, we looked at one other space. Actually, we didn't even look at that space before Mudbugs. I got five steps in the door, pulled my broker, Nick out, and I said, cancel cancel the Kyle appointment. This is it. And then when Greg op, uh, presented this opportunity to me, I, my, my mind just doesn't shut off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't sleep much. Right. <laughs> you know, I really don't. I really don't. Um, but I wanted to create an atmosphere for not to feel scolded. And, you know, and, and I'm not trying to punish kids. Yeah. And if you're 18 or older and you're accompanied by a, a responsible adult, then, yeah, you're welcome as well. But under that... They have playscapes, and they have skate parks, right, and right, they have everything right. that they can do to satiate a kid all day long. But this is our retreat. This yeah. is our escape. You know, be in the moment. If, if a word slips out, you know, that, right. you know, yeah. a little bit vulgar for a kid, oh, okay, I can overlook it. I'm not saying we're walking around cussing like sailors. Right, right. But, you know, we can have a few beers and not worry about our kid, you know. We, yeah. Kids are welcome at Mudbugs all day long. Yeah. It's a family restaurant straight up. You know, I've got a diner coming next year in Kyle, straight up family restaurant. Mm. And then I've got another concept after that that whatever. But getting back into this. His mind doesn't shut off. It doesn't yeah, shut off. Yeah, he's there. He's already right. shut off, you know. Yeah. We've got the money, blood, Mudslinger Mary Mix that is killing it. Um, yeah. But getting back to this, no, I just I wanted this to be our moment. Right. You know, I, I, when I say I'm unapologetic about it, and I don't mean I, I'm sticking my middle finger in their face. Right. You no. know, I'm just saying, come and try us out. Don't let your cell phone get in the way of a memorable meal to where you're talking to somebody and then it takes you down amnesia lane. Right. You know, and you're, re- you're remaining some really great moments in life. And then that, that it gets them to thinking about things. And then conversation happens. You know, I was here last Saturday and then two days ago. We had a private party for a lot of my friends and then uh, another one to, to wrap up the week on, on this, this past Saturday. And it was just packed. And I look in here, and, and people are talking and laughing, and it's, it's, it's not a down moment. There's yeah, not right. a single face on here that's a sourpuss. Right. And I walk outside, the music is going, uh, Gunner Latham. You can't get more country than that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I got, I got that kid for like 300 bucks, I think. He's doing, my buddy Rod did, did the booking. He was like, he's going to be making $300 a minute in the next couple <laughs> yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, you got like, I want to book him again, yeah. a grandfather <laughs> that price tag in. But, I mean, he, he uh, wrote a song for the – he and my buddy Rod Williams wrote a song for the Texas Ranger. There's another writer in there as well, and I don't remember his name, so sorry if you're listening. Um, but they performed for the Texas Rangers, a big, big gathering they had a two or three weeks ago. It's like all 150 or whatever, how many Texas Rangers, plus another 650 people. Right. They just And they wrote a song for the Texas Rangers, and they got put in the Hall of Fame. And my buddy Billy Jack Mims, who's a real-life Texas Ranger, his name's on my menu, you know, indulge, you know, with delight, but don't, or imbibe with delight, don't overindulge, you might get Billy Jacked. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, but he's one of the five Texas Rangers in that black and white on the wall over there oh. at the Wyo Ranch, and he's going to bring them in there, and they're going to have dinner right there all dudded up, and then nice. they're going to undud to have dinner. Right. But that's dubbed the, the, the Ranger table. That's cool. You know, everything in here, there, there's a purpose to a, all of it. Every single board's purposely yeah. placed. Yeah. Also, to me, you're – entire experience and especially let me know if i'm way off here 
and I don't know if you're doing it intentionally, you have an artist like somewhere inside you where you, that's yeah. like the, the culinary art and then the experience yep. of the culinary experience for you. That's why no phone, right. focus on the food and the company. Right. And that'll, that'll keep all of the yeah. experience. Yeah, let, right. let, let the memories um, and taste invoke the distractions. Yes, yep. yes. You know, not, exactly. not a notification. Yeah, I love yeah. that. You know. I, I agree. I, I, I think it's, it's on my date night list. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we don't. We, we 100% don't want to exclude anybody. You know, somebody has a, a medical necessity, you know, they have to wear an eye watch or one of those. I, 100%. Yes. I'm not trying to get people to stay away because, you know, oh, I can't access my watch because it's a, well, if you medically need it, uh, of course, you know right. I, I, I right. want to. I'll be accommodating as possible, but to have that right there, center stage, have your notifications buzz and buzz and buzz. I just just get rid of it for a moment and right. pay pay respect to the stories that are in here, mm -hmm. the effort that went into your your evening, from the service to the people that picked the vegetables. Yeah. You know, I got friends of mine out in Dripping Springs, um, uh, Kara and Island Ferris. They're they're very dear friends of mine. They've donated a lot of, the, or I bought, bought some of the stuff in here from them to make this look. But they're microgreen farmers, mm. and I'm uh, organic, biodynamically raised. Yeah. We're going to oh, use. Yeah. My, can you imagine doing a whole salad of just microgreens? The, the powerful flavors you get. Yeah. So if you're on your phone, I was think just about looking it. Looking at that when it came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, you're quasi distracted. Yeah. And you can't fully be in that moment. So we're going to garnish. They have bright reds, yellows, all this stuff. But pay respect to that. Yeah, you know, and pay respect to the animal that is no longer around to be on your plate. Right. You yeah. know, a life life is precious. You know, I had a buddy of mine pass away a week ago today, and one of the inspirations for this restaurant. Wow. Um, he's the Starbuck in my fictional character, Chester oh, Starbuck. Oh, I was reading Yeah. I didn't finish it. I was reading yeah. I was going to ask you about that. That's there great. Yeah, it's, it's his, it's his wow. life told through an old Western story. You know, nuggets of truth, and this is radio-friendly, Tons of fertilizer, gotcha. a lot of fertilizer. Right. Um, and uh, I've, people that have, are listening to this, and they've heard this story before. Because I, I, I'll, I'll tell it a hundred thousand times, I'll tell it a million more. I love my dear friend Chris, you know, and, and he was a really good friend of mine. Uh, a strong battle, nearly three and a half, four years against pancreatic cancer. That nobody, nobody goes that three or four rounds like that. Yeah, and he I'm did. I'm dealing with it right now with someone yeah. in my family. Right and it's now. just, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's hard to watch somebody like that. But man, the, the story, the life that he lived was so great that, you know, he hunted, he fished. He was a personal pilot to the stars and celebrities and athletes. And just one of the guys, one of the guitars hanging in there is signed by I Van Halen when there. Hagar was with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, that's hanging front. He donated that on permanent loan, yeah. you know, <laughs> knowing that he wasn't going to be around to do right. it later. Right. And so that touches me. And, um, you know, there's a shadow box in there that t it tells the story of his life through memorabilia. And, uh, I mean, there's a friend of mine, Dewey Pentecost, and he has these sheep shears and never a sheep shear, didn't have a company or just something that he bought and maybe used him in a fight one time right, you know, right, to, to, right, to save right, his skin. Right, yeah. And a good buddy of mine. And uh, so in, in the story, uh, Starbuck was a, he was the, the most proficient sheep shearer of the Dewey Pentecost sheep shearing company. The first was kind in Central Texas. Nugget of truth, right. a lot of fertilizer. A lot of fertilizer. Yeah, he, was, like he was yeah. so impressed with the work that he did on the sheep that he awarded him his uh, favorite pair of sh sheep shears that once <laughs> saved his life in a saloon brawl. Right. You know, th th right. There's, there's hundreds of stories yeah. within that one story. It's like a three-page Forrest Gump read. It is. I, I was getting into it. It was really interesting. Uh, I was like, man, i got to ask you if this guy's real. Yeah, <laughs> the Chester is actually a real guy. That's my grandfather yeah. on my dad's side, Chester Leroy Parks. 
Uh, my dad's still around. He's 85. Uh, he and my mom, they live up in um, uh, Tyler, Texas. Okay. They were going to come down this past week. We had a little fiasco with our cooler, you know, so we yeah. were limited on our menu, but they want to get the full Monty. Yeah. And plus – those, those, not, are, yeah. those are the ham and beans that she passed down. I couldn't do them. Oh, oh yeah, you got to do it right. You, <laughs> yeah. you got to make sure that they're on point. They're on point. When mama uh, comes in town. Yeah. <laughs> and my chef behind the lines, uh, Esteban Sainz, he's just talented as all get out. Youngest chef to achieve four stars at a competition in Vegas 20-plus years ago. Beat Bobby Laflay's number one, Emerald Lagasse's number one, handful of very renowned chefs. I mean, he, he mopped the floor with him. Yeah. And that's no small feat. Yeah. No. You know? and it. Yeah, he his food is. I mean, that we have a fillet, you know, and, and it's I saw fantastic. That come out just a second ago, but that's so. almost standard for what he does. I mean, that's just yeah. that's there it that's is again. yeah, Stone yeah, standard. Exactly. Yeah, we want to be that, and yeah. and we're we're so delighted to see that you know taste has come along. Tamron Travis Tindall, yep. that I'm telling you, y'all y'all love good simple food. Like we have here, they have the best truck stop enchiladas I've ever had. Oh yeah, you we've had them. I, I've we've had, had them. one other thing there, and it was fantastic. It was so it was, but the, the the enchiladas are so fantastic. I can't remember what that other thing was. Right. You know, so I just right. go back to it. Right. You you have your favorites you for do. you know like frozen margaritas, Willie's Joint. My buddy Greg and Greg and you know a couple other people. The, um, best frozen margarita around, hands down. Um, I think I have the best gumbo around. You know, I, I think I have the best food around. Nice. And I do. I, I have the best two restaurants in Central Texas. And I don't mean that from a conceited point of view. I, I honestly don't. Because everybody I named in the Valentinas, I mean, they're, yeah. they're crushing it. Yeah. I mean, they, they have 100,000-plus followers on Instagram, and, and their business shows it. Right. You know, but we're, we're, not, we're, not a com- we're not competition for anybody. We're attraction for others. Right. You know, attraction like versus competition. It, like it, it has to be that way because if you're in it just for yourself – Eh. But when I say that I have the two best restaurants, I, I truly mean that. Whether it's true or not, I have to think that because in my, I've got to keep my mind sharp. Right. And, I, and if we take our eye off the ball here to see what they're doing, it, I'll go down and I'll eat and I'll pay respect to that. Absolutely. But I, don't, I care about their business, but I don't in a fact that I'm fo- so hyper-focused on my business. Yeah. Right. And I, I'll tell you, Valentin's will he'll say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, they'll, they'll say the same thing at uh, Main Street Pizza. Great pizza, it's by how, the way. That's how athletes think, too. It's like, right. yeah. I respect that guy. I respect you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on my I'm the best. Right now. Yeah. I'm the best I got to focus on what I do well. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you walk out of here tonight, when this is all done, you go, it's going to be hot when you walk outside, of course, but walk next door to a Snowball's Chance. I saw it. That's my buddy Jake Akers. He's on the on the deck right now just having a Jake. Yeah. That, that drink is named after him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but And have that because uh, it, it's the best you've ever had, best shaved ice period. And he makes all of his own flavors. Wow. But the guy's a genius. I mean, he's super mm-hmm. smart. You know, I, I want people to come down to Buda because this is the first place that I felt home since I left home back in 87. And it's not that it's... So you've lived here the entire time? No, no, I I left here and went to Pensacola. I lived there for 22 years, and I moved here back in 09. Okay. Um, I was actually went from Pensacola down to Tampa, where I met Chef, and then I went out to North Carolina for a few months and just really couldn't get a vibe there. And my cousin David called me up, and uh, he was like, hey, where have you landed? You know, I talked to your folks, and they say, you're here, you're there. So, yeah, I had to get out of Pensacola. It just stagnant for me. I couldn't go up. Yeah. And um, he was like, come come to Austin. Come to Texas. 
He goes, economically, you know, and I took a bath in 08 in Florida. Right. Yeah, yeah, work, right. uh, yeah, that did. bubble popped. I had, I had, I had, my face is all bubble issues, you know what I'm saying? I was like, it, it took years to get oh, that yeah, off. No doubt. But um, he was like, come to Austin. Economically, it's always the last state, and specifically Austin, to hit that economic slide and always the first to come out. Right. And um, like I said, you know, I, I had uh, an appointment lined up. As, you know, I chefed all over Austin and had a great time. Gumbo's was great. Um, yeah, bartended, yeah. weighted tables, yeah. some of the best places around. Vespayo on, on South Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Sampson, top three. He knows more about food than just about anybody I've ever met. Top three best chefs I've ever worked worked for, worked with, worked under. Um, the guy's a genius with food. I learned a lot lot about food from him. Uh, the Grove in Westlake. Learned a lot yeah. about wine, the original Grove. Yeah. You know, it's a well-oiled machine. That deck, shoot, that I'll, ta- I'll take second place at that deck. My, my, right. deck. my deck's the best around, period, here. Right. But that deck is magnanimous. Yeah. You know, they're doing something right there. Um, so I, I, I never had a bad experience with anything. Um, there's always something inherently good. And I tell my staff this all the time when they think they've had a bad day. And then this is a quote that I've heard from um, one of my online mentors. And he goes, think about the Chinese farmer. You know, the Chinese farmer, they live in this, on this farm, and they have this one horse. And the storm comes along one day and, and scares the, the horse away. And the family goes, oh, my gosh, our horse got scared away, our one and only horse. And the Chinese farmer goes, is it good, is it bad? I don't know. We'll see. The next day after the storm rolls through, the horse comes back and has two mares following it in. And the family's like, hey, our horse came back, and we got two more on top of that. That's great. Farmer goes, is it good, is it bad? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You know, the next, um, the next morning, his son jumps on one of the mares to break it, domesticate it, and the horse throws him and breaks his back. And, wow, devastated. The family's like, oh, my gosh, you know, our, our son can't work and help around the house and farm and all that. That's horrible. Chinese farmer goes, is it good, is it bad? I don't know. We'll see. You know, the very next day, the... The Chinese government comes knocking on the, on the door and says, hey, we're here to take all able body off, off for war. And the guy, the doctor, and he goes, hey, he can't even walk. Goes, so sorry about it, doesn't have to go to war. And the family goes, hey, that's great, he doesn't have to go to war. And the Chinese farmer goes, is it good, is it bad, I don't know, we'll see. The moral of the story, you can just go on and on and on. The moral, story, moral of the story is, is that there's something inherently good in everything. So, you know, I never had a bad experience. And everything that I did, every, every step, every word, every caution led me to where I am talking to y'all. Right. And I have no regrets in life. You know, I regret that some decisions that I may have made may had adversely affected somebody inadvertently, but never out of malice. Right. You know, I don't have that in my character. You know, my, my grandfather told me, you know, the only, th- you know, three things, you know, to live my life by because I forgot to do something one day. He goes, you know, short pencil is better than long memory. <laughs> it's important enough for somebody to, to ask you to do something, EA, do it right away right. or grab the smallest pencil you can find. It'll outlast your memory all day long. Write it down. Right. The second thing, he goes, you're not going to remember this for a long time or you're, you're not going to understand it for a long time. He goes, but when you, when you realize what I'm saying, you're going to look up and go, hey, thanks, Grandpa. Appreciate it. He goes, but you never use two evers. Never, ever, ever get your honey where you get your money. Yeah, no. Yeah, it took you. Yeah, you were like, yeah, that's right. That's right. One hundred percent. Yeah. And um, the third thing, and I remember this almost verbatim, the whole story, because of the the S word. You can't say it online. But he he has sent, he has son the most important thing I could ever tell another living soul. He is the only thing that a person truly owns is their word. And if you ever go back on that, you got. Yep. You know? Yep. And so, and it's true. Yep. You know, live up, live up to what you say. You know, and, and if you can't do it, find a better way to do it or just leave that to somebody that can do it. I was just it. about to say. Yeah. You know, leave, leave, leave it, you know. And if, if you really, really want to do it, 
the most important thing to remember is that all experts in something were beginners at something at one at that thing too Absolutely. at one point. Amen, brother. So yeah. I, I've got my own little mantra that I say, and it's on my website, and you know, near where it's it's uh, actually in the quote of the the story of Chester nice. Starbuck, is that if we truly truly have this one existence on this planet, and we don't take this one existence to med- make it better for the people around us, what the hell are we doing? Yep. You know, and so I'm trying to do my part by food and service because that's Amen. that's all I've ever done. Oh yeah, you know, and, it's, and, it's all I've ever done. And you're done. damn good at it. I, I, like, I appreciate <laughs> you. But, but, but it's actually one of those things that it. brings people joy. Right. Yeah. On a consistent day. Like you can have a terrible day and have a great meal. Yeah. And go, Man, yeah. everything's yeah. not so bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. No, I love it. Man. Absolutely. Love it. And, Is and, it and, good? Is it bad? We'll I don't know. And I know we'll miss the mark. And we're we're trust me, we're we don't take it for granted. We're not conceited. We're confident that we can deliver it. And every once in a while, we'll stumble. Everybody fouls up. Exactly. Everybody does because yeah. perfection doesn't exist. And practice doesn't make pe- perfect. It just makes better. Right. And, um, but when we do stumble, we'll more than make up for it. You know, Four Top, you know, down at Mudbugs one day had a, had a bad experience. And I, I said, you know, they let me know on Facebook versus going on to Yelp, which, you know, y'all listening, please. Hit me up personally, you know, behind the door. I'll make it right. right. No, no, need to, no need to yeah. one-star me, two-star me, three-star me. <laughs> right, right. You know, and if it's a legitimate, you know, let me know first and then then go yeah, then go, then go back to it and say, yeah. hey, well, I was going to give one or two stars, but I, I, you know, I contacted the owner personally. Yeah. And, man, did he not only make it right, he went above and beyond. Because you're only as good as your word. Exactly. Yeah. If you go back on that, you got nothing. Well, and, it's, and you're in the community. Yep. You want the community to Absolutely. flourish, and so do they. Yeah. They want their favorite restaurants to do well. So, yeah, yeah. people, they want to hinge their happiness on a meal, and I'll let them all day long. But, <laughs> man, if I stumble, come and see me because I'll more than make up for it. I'll take care of it. And I, I, I bought dinner and booze the whole nine yards for a table that had a bad experience. One that had a bad experience, and just we just failed on every level of them. And it was one level, but with one domino is everything else. Right. Yep. Right. And so you got to pick up the dominoes and go again. I, I love it. It's a it's an immersive kind of experience here. It is with, with every piece of decor being chosen, repurposed. Yeah. The food, as you said, it's not always the exact same, but the quality and the standard will be the exact same. Always which up. Which is top notch. I love it, bro. Thank I think you. you're doing a great job. Thank Date you. night, wifey's coming. We'll we'll, we'll be in touch. I'm looking know. forward to it. Yeah, yeah, no question, Jeff. Thank you so much for yeah, your time. Yeah, I'm definitely looking at. It. I'm like, man. I'm making that trip back down here oh, for sure. Cool. I'm 20 minutes away, so yeah, yeah. I might be a regular around here. Jeff. <laughs> where, now, where are you from? I live in Pflugerville. Man, you're talking like it's Dallas. I mean, that's <laughs> what, hey, you don't know you're on the 1.30 here in 15 most minutes. Most people say that to me that live down here. They're like, are you in South Dallas? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. Exactly. Y'all hey, in North San Antonio? For this food, it's worth the trip. It's worth the trip, for every, sure. Every trip it ain't worth it. For this food, it's worth the trip. I folks. agree with that 100%. Yeah. So you thanks, haven't had it yet? The drinks, try those. Every single oh, drink is named after a friend. Yet. I will get after that. I haven't seen the drink menu, actually. I guess we don't need it right now. Every single one has the story, ingredients, they're all after a friend okay. every single one's okay. named after a friend and their story is about why they why the drink's named after them. okay nice all right i might try those before i leave too then yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right thank you jeff we appreciate the time brother hey thank, thank you very you much appreciate you. Us. um all right sure. if you're in the neighborhood here in buda you have to check out this place jay park jay parks stand uh saloon and standard it is fantastic folks so we'll come back give you some more details about that and then we'll get into some of the other uh topics of the day right here on ball don't lie 104.9 the home
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104. the Horn. We are winding things down. Got two segments left uh, in today's show. Happy Juneteenth on a Smooth Soul Monday. Uh, shout out to uh, Jeff who came and joined us. Uh, that was a great conversation. Absolutely. It really was. And you know, it's a great line from the uh, Man on Fire movie with Denzel Washington um, where they say a man can be an artist at anything. It just depends on how good you are at it. And Jeff kind of reminds me of that. Like, I think he's got a little artist in him somewhere. That's why uh, the, the, the motif and the decor, all that matters. He wants to handpick everything. He wants every little piece of, every item of decor here, all the pieces of furniture to take you on a little journey. Now you look at it, it and go, means oh, man, something. this is, what, this is all things. Look at this chair. This is old. So I, I do this whole part of leaving your phone. This is an, an immersive culinary experience, food Obviously, companionship, uh, company, ambiance, ambiance, yeah. all of that plays yeah. a role in you know the overall experience here at Jay Park Saloon and Standard. So we want to thank uh, Jeff for joining because he's great, very interesting guy, uh, and his restaurant extremely interesting too. Uh, but oh, definitely a date night spot. If you're 21 and up, uh, also 18 and older. If you're accompanied by a responsible adult, uh, but 21 and up here, uh, and they have a great drink menu too, which we have not actually gotten a chance to dive into. But the food, fantastic. Elevated Texas soul food, combining some of my favorite genres of food, Cajun, soul, and comfort. It's hard to find comfort food these days in Austin. Uh, comfort food is disappearing. Like, basically. Yeah it's, yeah, it's on one side or the other. Yeah, like, comfort food is not. Like, Hay City Storage just brought them. They have comfort food out there, yep, yep, some of yep. that. Uh, but man, and this place has kind of a good comfort food, but you don't get, hell, Luby's is closing. Luby's was kind of comfort food. <laughs> it wasn't elevated Texas, right, comfort. Right, it was right, comfort right. food. Nope, that's gone. Thread Gills was comfort food, gone. Yeah. Hard to find comfort food these days in Texas. You need more of that. Anyway, so that's what Jay Park Saloon and Standard are doing. All right, let's talk about the NBA here, uh, Harsh, because that was a big story coming out of the weekend. It was all about Bradley Beal, who is being traded to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Phoenix Suns agreed to acquire Bradley Beal from the Wizards for a package that includes CP3, Landry Shamet, and multiple second-round picks and pick swaps. Keep in mind now, the Suns now have four players on their current roster who are making varying levels of the NBA Supermax. Um, so essentially, Devin Booker, KD, Bradley Beal, and DeAndre Ayton now account for $163 million. Uh, and the cap... Be pretty much the second apron of the cap runs to 179 and a half, 180 million dollars. So they don't have a lot of money to build the rest of the roster, but at least they got their big four. Uh, does it make them a championship contender, Hard? I don't know if it makes them a championship contender just because of the fact that they don't have, ha- oh, excuse me, they don't have depth and they don't have a bench. 
There's none of that that is going on. And I don't know if these guys are going to be able to play some defense. But I do want to bring this up, Rob. I'm glad that we're talking about this because Bradley Bill's agent is Mark Bartlestein. Horstein. Who's the CEO of the Phoenix Suns? His name is Josh Bartlestein. Interesting. That's his son who is the CEO. And he's Bradley Bill's agent. Interesting. So the NFL, the NBA is going to be looking into these dealings, especially when you're looking at the financial ramifications that are now going to be a part of this. So I just find it real interesting that all of a sudden they're being able to make a a deal for Bradley Bill, even though you said it earlier, no trade clause in his contract. And all of a sudden you decide to say, yeah, let's just go to Phoenix because you brought up Miami. Now, per a report from The Athletic, as they say, Bradley Bill chose the Suns over the Bucks, the Heat, and the Kings, among several other teams. So, I mean, they can investigate all they want to. He can choose whatever team he wants. That's his choice. That is a no-trade clause. That's what that is. So he can choose whatever team he wants. Now, I'm with you. And I think we know now why he might have chose yeah, exactly. the Suns over Miami Heat. Because I'm with you, it seems the Miami Heat, Suns? since the money is guaranteed on either side, yes. Miami Heat just got off uh, you know, a playoff, sorry, a finals run with a better coach in Spo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have to hire a brand new coach. They lost in the second round. And I get Miami, I get South Beach as opposed to the city of the sun. Thank you. It ain't no comparison. So I'm with you. I think you just found out as to why he may have been influenced to go to the Suns, and maybe KD and him have a personal relationship, whatever, like you brought up, but that's a great point about the family connection. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. Man. Family connect. That's yeah. that's very interesting. But like anything else, this is the way of the game anyway. Uh, I want to go play with my partners. Yeah. I can negotiate that. I have the no trade clause. So any other place I could say no. Yep. And I could have stayed right where I was, but this is a better opportunity. But I'm wondering if – they can get in there and block it like they did Chris Paul when he was going to the Lakers, and he, they were like, "No." Nah. Now he's 98 years old, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead and go. You can go, to the <laughs> you go wherever you, you want to, CP. Go ahead, CP. Nobody's gonna block you, bro." <laughs> you yeah, according to, <laughs> according to Chris Haynes, uh, Bleach Report and TNT, Chris Paul could be headed to a third team as part of that trade, uh, and the Clippers are. They're reportedly one of those teams. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure there's going to be another shooter drop in this trade. I don't think it makes them a championship contender. I know some of the odds now have moved them up to be the favorites in the West. I'm with you. I think you're right, Harge. Lack of defense and a lack of really supporting cast and depth, I think, are going to come back to haunt them. Uh, let me throw this out there, though, about Matt, Matt Ishbia, the um, new owner of the Suns who, by the way, has only owned this team for four to five months. He was approved as an owner in, in early February, so he hasn't owned the team very long at all. And in that short time span, he has been a disruptor, to say the least. Traded Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, acquired KD, eliminated. They got eliminated in the second round, but he fired Monty Williams. That's the reason he fired Monty. Uh, also hired Frank Vogel as head coach, traded CP3 and Landry Schmidt, and then recently acquired Bradley Beal. That's a lot. And, you know, there always is a thin line between love and hate. There's also a thin line between being aggressive and reckless. Right. There's no doubt. Matt Ishbia, the Suns owner, is all about walking that line. Now, you could say he's just being aggressive, and maybe he is, but he also could be reckless because he could be damning this team to really kind of luxury tax hell for a few years and running them into the ground or 
they could this could be the beginning of their championship run or competing right. for a championship. We nobody really knows at this point. And as a fan, I think I'd rather have the aggressive mentality that could be reckless over the very patient uh, owner, which, by the way, the Nuggets, very patient owner, led them to win a championship in eight years. Most of the NBA is not willing to wait that long. And Matt Ishbia, man, like I said, it, there's all in, and then there is what he's doing, which is like Thelma and Louise rolling off the cliff, maybe. We'll see. Uh, but <laughs> right now, it is. there's no doubt it's the most compelling drama in the NBA because – no, uh, it's, it's it's rare to find a team that's going this all in this fast. Yeah, with a new owner. Well, when you when you become the owner, that's what you want. You was aggressive early in your career, and now you're saying, "I want to win, and I want to win now. I want to try to get a return on my investment right. immediately." And that's what he's trying to do. It's like playing two K though. Exactly. It's, yeah, he's <laughs> trying to. Games, uh, he, he probably set it up on franchise manager. Where you can go out there <laughs> when you try to put franchise season out there where you start putting your team together and you're like, I think I can go get this guy. I think I can go get this guy. Well, now you got it. But, again, you brought in Frank Vogel to be your coach. He's a defensive-minded head coach. Yep. Who is going to be as your defense? Who is going to help you on defense? So that's going to be a major part of it. And they have to figure out how they're going to create depth with what you said is they're playing – with monopoly money, the way that they're going after some of these players, when you yeah, start yeah. looking at everybody's paychecks, yeah. I mean, how are you going to be able to fill the rest of the team out? They got to trade DeAndre Aiden, right? They got to trade. To get who, some pieces for yeah, it, and I don't know who the hell wants to trade for DeAndre Aiden. But they got to do that because they need just some 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 salary cap room just to build yeah. the rest. They got they got to bring on ten guys on the roster. They got ten million dollars to do it, right, or, or less. Than that actions do it. Uh, okay, uh, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven. Let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie. One of four nine the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh yeah, I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion. Sir, I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Uh, but what's on tap right now, our good friends at Jay Parks Saloon and Standard. We want to thank them for their hospitality. Thanks to Jeff uh, for, uh, for coming on the show with us to break it all down for us. The inspiration for this great restaurant. It's in Buda, 404 Main Street. If you're thinking about a perfect place for date night, this is a perfect place for date night. 21 and up, uh, got great drinks, got great food. Uh, I'll probably be out here by the end of the month again with Dwight. It's about 20 minutes from me. Hard, a little farther away for you. But, but I'm going to make it happen, You're going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. No I'm going to definitely make it in here. Yeah, it's a, it's a great spot, so we'd recommend it. I already tried some of the food. Uh, if you want to know the best items on the menu, in our, our opinion, Peacemaker Biscuit, Duck Cigars, Ham and Beans with Cornbread. And yes, yes, and yes. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. No, like, no, hell yes. Hell to the yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Uh, all right, Harge, what's on uh, tap for you for tonight? I'm going to watch that. I'm going to go home and try to catch up on that Wake Forest LSU game oh, and check ooh, that out. That's I do nice. want to make sure, too, tomorrow I will give you my review on Fast 10. And oh, let's do that. And then I'll also let you know what I thought about Maverick. Uh, Top Gun. I finally watched it. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and I want to, and I haven't yet, but I do want to go see the new Flash. I've heard people are disappointed. Well, I told you my son is kind of. Have your son seen it yet? He's refusing because he's. Because the reviews? No, he's thinking that ever since Disney. Oh, he's now, just disappointed in, in the entire DC universe yes, right now. Yeah, how is Honestly, been, he's not wrong. Yeah. DC at this point, they're either going to hit a grand slam home run or they're going to whiff and strike yeah, out. Yeah. There is no in-between for DC right now. They're either going Joker, like, you know, dark, Oscar-nominated dark, dark, stuff, yeah. or they're going Batman, which was really, really good, the last Batman. The last Joker was really good. Or they're just going to completely whiff on it. Yeah. That's them. Marvel, Marvel's got more consistency. Like, Marvel may not hit the Grand Slam home runs that DC does, but they also don't have the whiffs that DC does. Right. So if I'm going to go see one, yeah, Marvel's probably the one, the universe to go see uh, rather than DC because DC, they just can't figure it out. They can't. DC's like the KD of you know, these they comic go books. go to the hottest The comic franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, they got everything sexy. They got all the really good, you know, name book, you know, really quality, recognizable names and comic book heroes and everything, but – just can't not seem to win enough championships. Yeah, just not winning. To make them, you know, goat-worthy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we'll get into some more of this tomorrow. I want to thank my man Brock. I want to thank Jack back at the air. And Jack! Going down. Derek did a great job. Thank the good folks out here at Jay Park Stan- Saloon and Standard, too, because uh, their hospitality today off the charts. Because it is the standard. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. <laughs> uh, remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Happy Juneteenth. Peace.